Can I, can I just, first of all, thank you very, very, very much, and I think we'd like to um, express that appreciation both now, again, and also throughout the day. We are not only honoured by your joining us here today, we're also um, enjoying it very much, and it's an absolute pleasure to have you here. So thank you again. So we've got a little bit of time for some questions. Okay. Um, has anybody got a question that they would like to ask and pull? This one. Yeah, can you use one? Okay. It might be bad. I'll switch this one off. Yeah, I'll use this one. So, has anybody got a question? Let me start off with one question. I think what you've offered us is an insight into the, the breadth and the scope and the possibility, as well as the challenge that this work, in whatever context, and there's a, a range of contexts in the room, offers us. If we were starting out on a journey to make mediation more alive, is there anything that you would particularly offer us as a, a guide or a, an initial thought? Um, we have, we had in South Africa, um, the the advantage of um, of seeing, you know, the, the 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 advantage of show and tell, um, the 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 TRC um, really made something of of mediation visible. Um, the 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 fact of having. Um, victims and perpetrators in the same room, um, having to tell the, the truth about um, a very painful and shameful um, time in our history, um, and then having um, the, the um, perpetrators ask for in many instances, and it wasn't a, re a requirement, but it happened. Um, it happened very often that the perpetrators would ask for forgiveness and the, and the victims would be willing to forgive, um, which is sort of a, a, a half step along. Um, but that the next step along is, is that very often um, those victims and perpetrators would come together to, to find a, a reconciling work that, that they could enter into mm -hmm. together. Mm -hmm. And in as much as that got reported out, um, that then became the visible symbol of what does mediation towards reconciliation, or what can mediation towards reconciliation look like? Um, and then the, the, the next piece became 
um, that, that uh, mediation and reconciliation processes were offered in the judicial system in South Africa. Mm. And, and again, having those stories reported mm. out um, gave life to the vision of what, you know, what can mediation and reconciliation look like. Thank you, and I think there'll be a resonance in the room. I'm going to pick up questions in just a second. There'll be a resonance in the room because, of course, one of the things that we offer in a lot of the work that we do is privacy and confidentiality, and unless we find ways to tell those stories in some way or another, then we're limiting the scope for people to learn and to, to, to use what is available. So, question. Liz, have we got some microphones? Yes. Thank you. I'm Liz Rivers. I'm wondering what you feel about the pace of mediation, because I feel such a resonance with what you're talking about and the, the healing process that you describe. And it often feels to me that I'm constrained by having to achieve something within a time frame um, that to me doesn't honor the, the pace with which people work through the, the really deep emotional processes that you're describing. I wonder if you have anything to say about that. Mm. Mm. Um, you're right. <laughs> um, I, you're right and um, I, f I I, I think that even with the constraint, um, there, there is a way of being able to honor people's processes, to be able to say, I know you're not finished with this yet, but can you see what finished might look like? Um, and, you know, how do we support you to moving more towards finish? So, you know, so for instance, um, you have, from my context, um, a, a, a liturgy of reconciliation. Um, a liturgy of reconciliation doesn't mean when we walk out of that room, we're finished, we're reconciled and it's done and, it, and it's over and, you know, hallelujah, amen. Um, but it, it honors the commitment to reconcile, the commitment to finding a different way of being together. Um, and the, the vision that somewhere down there there, there is a, a reconciled community that will emerge. Mm. Um, and so the, the, um, the, the honoring piece is, is saying we have this space now to do as much as we can do. We don't expect that it will be all finished and sewn up and done. Um, but we're, we're putting in place the dispositions um, and that we'll, we will live into those dispositions. Is, 
Yes, yeah. thank you. So it's, it's, it's ongoing. Yes. I, you know, I, I, um, I spoke with, um, and, and I, I told the story somewhere, um, but I, I spoke with Alinda Beale, who was the mother of Amy Beale, who was the Fulbright scholar who was killed in South Africa um, in 1993. And um, Amy, uh, um, Linda and her husband, Peter, um, when the Truth and Reconciliation Commission um, came into being, went back to South Africa to support the amnesty applications of the three young men who were found guilty of having killed Amy, um, which was you know, plenty good enough. Um, but then they created the Amy Beale Foundation and they employed these three young men in the foundation. Um, and they created the foundation in the township in which, in which Amy was killed. And um, Linda said to me, you know, um, every day of my life I wake up and my child is dead. And most days I um, go to the foundation and I see the young men who killed her. And some days I have to forgive them all over again. And it's the, yeah, she's not done. It's not, it's not, it's not that it's finished, but the disposition is, I'm going in that direction. I'm committed to going in that direction. I'm committed to, um, to, to putting up those things that are going to support me in moving in the direction of reconciliation. And maybe one day I'll get there and I won't have to forgive them you know, again and it'll be done, but it, it, it's not today and it may not be tomorrow and it may not be you know, even on the day I die. I may be still saying, okay, I, I do. Thank you. I'm gonna take one more question from this side of the room. So there's a, there's a microphone just coming round. This is the point, of course, at which someone in my position upsets a lot of people in the room. So apologies to those who haven't had their questions Thank asked. Thank you. Um, <clears throat> my name is Gary Weber. Um, I found that uh, often it takes, perhaps always, it takes um, a lot of courage on the part of adversaries to come into the room together and to take their jackets off, to use your metaphor. Any thoughts about how to help them do that? It takes an incredible amount of courage um, to, to come into the room. Um, I... All, all I can offer is, um, and I don't know, there might be more wisdom around that in, the room, in, in this room than, than I'm able to offer, but um, what I offer around that is, is how you create the, the safety, that, you know, how, how do you create the space as, as being a safe space to come into? Um, and you know, um, again, to to sort of to slip back to that the the, the TRC, um, the the one of the things that they did for the hearings was um, a real careful amount of thought about what the physical setup of the room was going to be. Um, you know that what what the um, the the, you know, 
what are the tables like? What chairs do we use? Is there a podium? Are you, you know, are, is there, are, um, the commissioners were judges, but, you know, do the commissioners sit on a judge's bench with the, the people testifying over here? Do you keep them on one level? Is, you know, how, is, how are the tables oriented towards, you know, the room? Can they, do they have to be able to look out at the, at, at, at the audience congregation, whatever you're going to call it? Do you, but those things actually matter. Um, the, you know, you, the, the, the sense of walking into a space that is welcoming and safe actually matters. Um, and and that, that kind of, that piece of, of, of setup is, is worth taking time over. Thank you. And um, that may be a, a theme that we come back to. What we're going to do in a moment or two is have three other uh, colleagues join Mumpo at the, at the uh, table here. And um, we're going to have a conversation which includes uh, the audience. So how that's going to work is um, I'm going to invite them up now. Um, and that's Peter Adler, Paul Randolph, and who was the, the third one? <laughs> Bill. Thank you, Bill. Bill Marsh. <laughs> um, so we're going to sit at this table. I'm going to see if I can get this to work. Um, and some of the questions that you have, I hope you'll be able to incorporate in this conversation that we're going to have now. So this will be a moment or two to get reorganized. <laughs> 